Welcome to the Frederick Democrats podcast, where we will talk about issues facing our community and how Democrats are working to address those issues. My name is Josh Kramer. I'll be the host of the Frederick Democrats podcast. And a little bit about me professionally, I'm a high school history teacher. And recently, I was appointed to the Frederick County Democratic State Central Committee. With me today are Myrna Wentworth and Lauren Beecham who are my colleagues, some of my colleagues, on the Central Committee. I want to thank you both for being here today and taking time out of your busy, not just political schedules, but personal and professional schedules. You're welcome, Josh. Thank you, Josh. So the first question that I have, and this one is uh, for both of you to answer, I'd like you to talk a little bit about yourselves, a little bit about your uh, background, and why you are a Democrat. And uh, we'll start with uh, Myrna on that one. All right. I retired from government in uh, 2002 and moved up here to Frederick. I had been living in Prince George's County and immediately got involved in politics. As a government employee, I had never been able to, and a senior executive, I had not been able to get involved in politics. I worked at the Voice of America International Broadcasting Organization where I was uh, the program director in charge of 1,200 people uh, and 800 hours of programming a week. Coming up to Frederick and getting involved in politics was at the Kerry campaign was my first entree into politics and I was involved in organizing the Kerry phone bank for all of Frederick County. Once the national election was over, it just made sense to continue on the local level, and I began to be become more involved in helping organize a Democratic Party that was changing here in Frederick County. As Frederick County was changing, the Democratic Party was as well, and it was a great opportunity to help build and grow the party. And I'm Lauren Beecham. I'm the newest member of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee. I live up in Emmitsburg, Maryland with my husband and our three dogs in an old farmhouse. And for the past 10 years, I have owned and run a handcrafted jewelry business, which has allowed me to thrive as a job creator and often giving me the flexibility to pursue additional passions as well. I am also the social and events director for Grail Point Beer Company, which is a new brewery that is currently partnered with Duclaw in Baltimore and will be on tap soon around Maryland bars and restaurants. I'm also the co-host and producer of the Defiant podcast, a discussion led mostly by women that focuses on the intersections of social issues that we face as a culture and society and how they are reflected in science fiction. It's pretty nerdy, but it's a nice outlet. I have been a progressive liberal since middle school when I started learning more about the world around me, and when it came time to register, felt that the Democratic Party worked for the people, the planet, and progress more than any other in our country, so I've been a proudly registered Democrat ever since. During my years at Shepherd University in West Virginia, I noticed a lot of patriarchal bureaucracy within our Democratic clubs, which I found surprising and really disheartening. So I partnered with a few other women to start the Liberal Women's Association on the campus, which allowed more women to take leadership in local and national politics and issues. Shortly after, I was also involved in the Obama campaign, and during the Obama years, like many others, I got comfortable with my government sitting in good hands, and it gave me a chance to step back from activism and really focus on growing my business in Frederick County. But 2016 was a tough year for politics in our country, and the outcome of the election thrust me back into heavy activism. 
I was very excited and honored to be appointed to the Central Committee just a few short months ago and look forward to working with other progressive groups in the area to heal our party and get Democrats elected in the coming years. So one of the things, you know, and I remember when I first uh, got into politics, uh, especially after the invasion of Iraq under George W. Bush, you know, I remember going in and, and voting for the first couple of times and I saw the uh, Central Committee, you know, to vote for Central Committee. And I'll be honest, I didn't know what that was uh, and, and what they did. So I'd like to ask, Myrna, as you are the chair of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee, what is the Democratic Central Committee and what does the Central Committee do? It's a great question. And most people, as you're right, don't know what it is. It's far down on the ballot. And by the time people get to that point, uh, they don't know most of the people that are on the ballot. The Democratic State Central Committee uh, is, as it stated, represents the state party here in Frederick County. Uh, we are gender balanced, 12 people, six men and six women, and we are elected, we're on the ballot, on the primary of an off-year election. So 2010, 2014, and coming up in 2018, there will be 12 seats available on the Central Committee. The purpose of the Central Committee is to grow the party here in Frederick County, to make it more visible, to help with the elections, to identify qualified candidates to run for the many offices that we have here in Frederick County, and, and then to help them get elected. Our purpose is to make sure that people understand the values and principles of the Democratic Party and that we support policies and programs and legislation that supports those policies. So what are some of the responsibilities of individuals on the Central Committee? Well, the 12 Central Committee members meet once a month to discuss issues affecting the party, affecting the county. We have five different uh, subcommittees. Uh, one of them is fundraising. It's, it would be very nice if we didn't have to raise money, but our candidates need money to, particularly as the Frederick County becomes more competitive. And uh, so we have spent a lot of time finding uh, ways to raise funds for our candidates. We have a committee for volunteer outreach, developing, finding volunteers, and finding, uh, fitting volunteers in with jobs and they would like to do. We have people who like to work the fair tent, for instance. We have people who like to canvas during election time. We have people that like to make phone calls, people that like to write letters, and we now have a growing number of active volunteers who we can call upon when we need help. We also have a messaging committee. For too long, we have felt that the messages that are coming out of Washington and the messages that are coming out of our state party don't always represent the interests and the concerns of the people of Frederick County, or they are designed or presented in such a way that does not resonate always with the, the people of Frederick County. So one of the things that we have a very active messaging committee that is taking 
basic values and principles of the Democratic Party and making sure that they make sense and resonate with the population of Frederick County. And then we also have campaign and candidates committee, probably at right now our most important one as we identify qualified candidates to run for the many, many positions that we have available and uh, help them by providing training, giving them a, a campaign school, providing them with access to data and working with them and providing them with the kind of assistance that they could not probably get on their own. For instance, hiring a consultant or doing some polling that will help all of our candidates, but individually they could not afford to do alone, and we can help them with that. Well, and I think it's important to note also that we offer this in both the pre-primary for all Democratic candidates and post-primary for whoever gets through. True. And right. we, we can't favor anyone in the primary specifically, no, as long I, as they're running as a Democrat. I think that's very important, that during the primary, that the Democratic Central Committee supports all candidates. We do not take make any preference during the primary. After the primary, we are go full bore out for our <laughs> nominees. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, also we have uh, you know the social media kind of folded into the messaging committee, at least for now. But I also wanted to ask, you know, and, and this question uh, for both of you, you know, what do you see as being some of the challenges for the Frederick Democratic Party? What are some of the things that, that we're facing now? And what do you anticipate are some of the challenges that we're going to face in the coming years? Um, Lauren, what do you think on that? Well, I think right now there's a lot of split in the Democratic Party. 2016 was a really, really hard year for a lot of reasons. So I think that healing the party from within is one of our biggest challenges, but also one of the most important challenges, because there are a lot of people who feel left out of the party, and we need to bring them back in, make them feel welcome, listen to what they're saying, and help deal with their concerns. I also think that down-ballot elections and voter turnout are a big concern for Frederick County Democrats as well. And getting the voters out for the 2017 elections for the city and the 2018 off-season election is extremely important. And everything we can do to get people out, we're trying. Uh, that you hit on the two huge issues and getting people to vote. So many people that are Democrats, but getting them to the polls is often problematic. Mm -hmm. And we have to work very hard to get out the vote. It doesn't take very many to change the course of an election. And we have to make sure that we've got policies and that we've got techniques, basically, that will get them out. And I'd like to just comment briefly on social media, because I think that is one of the things that we are, have recognized is absolutely critical that we have outdated tactics for campaigning. And we need to recognize that we need to get younger people to the polls, and we need to get younger people involved, those people who were so involved in the 2016 election, and many of whom, as you mentioned, now feel disenfranchised in a way. And we have to find new ways to reach them. And we have to reach all of our voters on platforms that 
that resonate with them. And social media is certainly one of those. And we're working hard on that, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you are very much involved in that process. Absolutely. Well, and I, I for, you know, I think one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast particularly is, you know, in, in, in trying to find new ways to, to reach people. And it's my hope that people will listen to the podcast, uh, I don't know, maybe as they're commuting to work or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I also think, you know, fr- from my perspective, we, we can't just rely as Democrats on, you know, the, the core uh, of our base, which is frankly in, in Frederick City. You know, there are Democrats all over Frederick County, and, and I think we need to do a much better job than we have in the past of, of listening to them and, and their concerns, because I think when people really listen to our message and compare that with, uh, with our opponent's message, I think they'll find that a lot of things that we are doing and want to do resonate with their own values. And, and so even in places like the northern part of the county, I mean, we're actually recording in Emmitsburg, uh, which has not been seen as a Democratic stronghold in the county. But we definitely want to reach out to, to those voters and say, hey, we're, we're here and we want to listen to you and, and we care about your concerns as well. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point because Frederick County, the beauty of it is we are like America in miniature. In one county, we have urban, we have rural, we have farmers, we have people who live in the city. We have dogs, if you can probably hear them, and I apologize. Um, so we have a really unique opportunity to really work with every walk of, of life in, in this county alone. So it's it's a challenge, but it's also an exciting privilege it's, as well. It's amazing how you can go 10 minutes in any direction in Frederick County, and you can hit rural, suburbs, and then city. Um, it's it's, it's Yeah, everywhere. it really is. So... <laughs> Uh, and and some of the your previous comments kind of lead me into uh, this other question I have, you know, which is why should voters in Frederick County support the Democratic Party? There are right now there's about sixty thousand people that are registered as Democrats in Frederick County, and there's about sixty five thousand people that are registered as Republicans. But why should people support our party and our candidates? I can't imagine why they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> And, and often, I think we, we sort of shake our heads and wonder why people often vote against their own best interests. But I think if you look at the values of the Democratic Party, if you look at the party that's most interested in job creation, that is most interested in building the middle class, is most interested in making sure that children have a good public education and that they have health insurance, and that our schools are good, and that our economy is going smoothly. That's the, that's the Democratic Party. Uh, we are the party of the people. Uh, we believe that the government should be the stewards of the people. And it's, it's sometimes uh, I just shake my head when uh, I find often it's one-issue voters that create the situation where they will vote for one, one on one issue or for one candidate. But we have our work cut out for us, and it's just how re- reaching people and, and explaining, and it has to be a positive message. I think often we tend to be negative, and we need to be proactive in what we are talking about, and we have to make to people that if you want earned uh, sick leave, 
you need to vote Democratic. If you want to make sure that your children have good public schools, you need to vote Democratic. If you want to make sure that you have health care and that your children have health care, you need to to vote Democratic. And we just have to get those messages out there. Yeah, and I, I think, too, that the Democratic Party, as I mentioned earlier, is also the party of the planet. And we're even seeing down in, in to the races of aldermen, people talking about real serious green initiatives for Frederick City, including solar panels on all buildings, even making the sidewalks solar, and also progressing us into a new era of technology by making the entire city Wi-Fi connected. And I mean, there's there's a lot of issues out there that are affecting everyone very directly, but also on a global scale. But we can make changes in our community based on who we vote for. So it's really important to listen to what our candidates are saying and what they want to bring to the table because it can cause a ripple effect throughout the state, throughout the country, throughout the world, really. That's true. And, and seniors, that we have a faster-growing population of seniors Absolutely. than in any other county in the state. We need to make sure that we have policies in place that will uh, allow seniors to age gracefully in our county, and Democrats have a plan for that. And, and of course, you know, Democrats and uh, our, our support for college students and helping them graduate from college debt-free. I guess one of the other things is, you know, uh, I, I think a lot of times we tend to get so focused on the national issues but those state and local issues are, are vitally important. That is your most direct contact with government, is with your local government. Uh, so it really is important to pay attention to those things and make sure that you're electing candidates that are going to bring about the, the most positive change for you. To add to that, actually, a lot of national issues are affecting us directly in Frederick County. I mean, we have an entire group of transgender students that's fighting for protections in our public schools, which is super important. We have a very strong GLBTQIA community in Frederick. So we have Planned Parenthood in Frederick. We have a lot of very nationally hot button issues that are happening right in our community. And so voting for local officials that help support democratic values in Frederick is extremely important. All right. Well, I wanted to thank both of you. We're about out of time here, uh, Myrna and Lauren, for taking some time today doing this podcast. And I wanted to thank everybody for listening. This is our first episode. Uh, and if you're looking for more information about the Frederick Democratic Party, please visit our website at www.frederickdemocrats.org. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I also want to give a special thanks to David Fitzwater, who composed the music for this podcast. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.